Crosstalk on WIZM. I'm Mike Hayes, and our guest for uh, regular updates, just to get uh, some insight from one of our fabulous medical facilities here in La Crosse, uh, Mayo Health System, Jason Fratsky, uh, Incident Commander. Uh, Jason, first of all, thank you very much for talking with us. Uh, have things calmed down at all, or are you just getting used to a new normal? So I would I say the answer that's both, Mike. Um, things have uh, calmed down a little bit. Um, I think you know we've kind of settled into what is um, probably around. We went as I think I've shared before, probably from a two to three uh, percent positive rate. I'd say now you know we've had peaks of as high as around ten percent, but I'd say we've kind of settled in as of late, probably between four to six percent, uh, sometimes lower than that. So I think we're starting to see. Um, not the, the the big swings as much, but kind of settling in a little bit. Yeah. What do you think of when you hear all the opposition research uh, that seems to be going on across the country? I know that uh, when I asked you off the air whether hydroxychloroquine was being used at the hospital, that's not something that is is widely talked about. But as far as you know, nobody is using it with patients in the hospital. Is that correct, COVID or otherwise? Yeah, would I, you know, I don't know the answer to that. I'd have to, to check with my colleagues on that to be certain, Mike. Yeah. I mean, I know that it's been a drug that's come up. But, you know, it has an interest, uh, you know, as it relates to some of its properties uh, for immunosuppressive, um, anti-parasite type things. But um, I don't know specifically that I have to check on that. Well, I just wanted to ask because that's, that leads to my follow-up question because I'm sure you have a computer. I'm sure you poke around on the Internet once in a while and you see all of the uh, – the videos and hear all the information. Maybe your friends are sending you links to uh, conversations online like they do me about how masks uh, do or don't work. Hydroxychloroquine does or doesn't work. Uh, this is this pandemic is going to crush the country and the world and, and so forth. As a medical professional, <laughs> how do you take that information? Well, I think you take it in stride. I think, you know, obviously try to remember that the COVID has had a huge impact on individuals, our communities, our country, et cetera. So, you know, people are always going to reach and ask questions. And you know, I think that's good. I think we want to understand what's going on. Things are constantly changing. It's good for people to ask tough questions and to, to sometimes be a little bit, um, you know, curious or perhaps um, adversarial towards it. But, you know, the, the, the fact of the matter is I can share with you, you know, patients that we've, we've cared for, um, you know, the challenges we've seen with those individuals. The good news, again, is that the, it's low incident in terms of people getting critically ill, but it's happening. And, um, and it's related to, to the virus. And um, I think if you talk to the families of those individuals and them, themselves, they would tell you, here's what it is. And, you know, I would take every precaution I could not to have gone through that. So, um, you know, I think we want to do the best we can with, with the information we have at hand. And if wearing a mask, being socially distanced and doing some other things can help do that, then um, I think that's probably the prudent and wise thing to do. Do you think people across the country, maybe across the globe, are putting too much faith in what a vaccine can do or will do we have no vaccines for any other uh, coronavirus even the common cold for gosh sakes i'm not sure why people are putting faith in this vaccine will be the cure-all yeah i think 
you know, research has suggested that, um, you know, we are working that pretty heavily. Um, you know, I think there's some trials that are starting to occur uh, into a sort of stage three component. So we're moving that way. But, yeah, I, you know, to sit and, and, you know, ignore what's going on around you and, and essentially say, you know, I'm just going to wait for that, that vaccine to, to come next week. Um, probably isn't realistic. I don't. I don't have a time frame on when that will and if that will occur. It's likely that it will occur, but it will probably be sometime early next year. Is my understanding at the earliest? Are you Are you willing to be one of the millions of of uh, guinea pigs when the virus is available for people to get a shot? Uh, are you going to get one? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, guinea pigs uh, are well before. <laughs> Well, you know what I mean. General though. public, right, yeah, right. Yeah. There's guinea pigs so, out there right now. They're correct, involved in that uh, third round study, uh, but at that point, then they'll go uh, public. Uh, they'll go worldwide, undoubtedly. And uh, and what kind of fallout will occur from uh, from those shots? I, of course, I, I hesitate to think what politicians will dream up in case there are any other issues besides everyone is cured. Right. Well, I, I think it would be like anything as it relates to vaccination, unless it's required. Um, you know, individuals will have a choice there. And uh, so, so if they choose not to, then, you know, I would say that's their at this point. I don't I don't know that it'd be required. So I think individuals would have uh, probably a choice if they were uh, concerned about Want to get it or not. Right. Well, and and those people who I think are trying to stir up issues when they say when they when they talk a, a survey that says, Lots of people are interested, but a full 30% of Americans said they will not get the vaccine no matter what. That shouldn't necessarily be scary because I'll bet more than that don't get the flu vaccine every season. Correct. I'm, yes, correct. Um, we know that uh, that is obviously the case that many people do not, you know, and uh, um, I think it'll be an individual individual you roll the dice i mean it's it's a game of chance and uh you know um, individuals have that right to do that still wearing your mask even when you're not at the hospital of course absolutely all, all the time just checking uh and do you have kids i know this is a little bit personal but are you are, are how do you feel about sending your kids to a school building so uh, this is, a, you know, you're asking me a personal question. It would be a personal response. Um, you know, I think that, um, you know, it, it, the way things stand, um, you know, I would I prefer to send my children. Um, I have three of them. Um, none of them have had, um, you know, COVID. But uh, there are a lot of aspects to this. I think the CDC as well as uh, American uh, Pediatric Association is, uh, suggesting that, you know, attending schools, you know, if done properly, done safely is a good thing for kids. Um, and I tend to believe that personally. Um, of course, there's inherent risk, and these are populations where things could go sideways very quickly. Um, but, you know, in terms of their, um, you know, getting you know, critically ill is, is, you know, they're a much lower population. But it's not just them. It's, you know, them bringing it home, you know, whether it's a parent or a grandparent or others. So, you know, I, it's a tough thing, but uh, for me personally, I, I, you know, my kids are disadvantaged at not being in school as well, and uh, there's a lot of, uh, my kids are, you know, obviously in a good place socially, economically, and those families that are not, it's a much different situation um, being virtual versus face-to-face and a whole host of things. So this is becoming a very difficult balance, I understand, um, 
and I and imagine there'll be continued debate about it. Jason Fratsky, uh, incident commander at Mayo Health System. Thank you very much for talking with us on the crosstalk this morning. Sorry for the personal question, but you're a medical expert. You're one of those people whose opinions uh, are are more valuable than just the guy on the corner that you talk to.